Take a Crit is naughty, nasty, and not for kids. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Oh, Willie boy, the trash, the trash is calling. From dump to dump, and landfills far and wide. Your head is gone. We miss you, Willie. The Gabagool. It's time to take a crit. Welcome to Take a Crit, the real play, 5th edition, Dungeons and Dragons podcast. The passion project of five childhood pals who've been playing this game for countless hours over the past two decades. I'm Joey Swanson, I play Garrett Sunderwood, more on that guy later. We started each of these episodes with one of them Dungeon Master questions. Leo, you got one of them laying around? Yeah, I think I got one in the back. Hold on. Okay. (laughs) Hi, everybody. I'm Leo Martin, your Dungeon Master and Question Asker. And today's question is, what are you going to miss most about Will Willie Willis? Oh, don't remind me. Oh, decapitated too soon. (laughs) And also at all. (laughs) Thank you, Jane. Also at all. (laughs) First up, he's probably not thrilled that his friend has been killed. It's Garrett Sunderwood. Hey, everybody. Yeah, it's me, Joey. I play Garrett Sunderwood, Gnome Druid, and he's not thrilled. You know, Garrett had a lot of things that he respected about Willie. You know, there's some things he won't miss. His smell, his um, <laughs> his discretion, <laughs> or it, lack of discretion. Quite the eulogy. But what Garrett is going to miss most about Willie is... Um, his nuanced cultural insights, you know, that's one thing that Garrett always got from him, you know, from <laughs> learning new obscure cultural hellos to, um, you know, language even, you know. He never got the chance to hear from Willie what fuckboy actually means, and that's going to haunt him for the rest of his days without his good friend Will Willie Willis. Mm-hmm. The world may never know now, because, I mean, Gotcha never did. She was just, she just heard the word. She was just bluffing the whole time. <laughs> She does that a lot. (laughs) Next up, she's probably feeling cruddy because she's down one buddy. It's Gotcha Portobello. Hi, everyone. I'm Mary Jane Hartsog, and I play the illustrious and very distraught Gotcha Portobello, inquisitive rogue. And uh, Willie was, uh, like most of her new friends that she's made along this journey, sort of an inspiration to her, you know, he really just lived his life fearlessly, and that's gonna having that energy around her is what she's gonna miss the most. Honestly, just a powerful force, the most unashamed man. Absolutely inspiring. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, he's next on the docket. Is that a corn dog in his pocket? It's Scotch hops. Is it a corn dog, or am I just happy to see you? <laughs> Neither. It's my inhaler. I'm Austin, twelfth <laughs> level asthmatic. I play Scotch Hops, uh, first level sorcerer and seventh level bard. Yeah. Um, I was wondering why you requested that rhyme, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm good. I've been thinking about it all day. Um, what I'm gonna miss most about Willie is I don't know. I don't know if anyone else in our party is big and strong enough to throw me at people. Yeah, no. that really cuts down on uh, our offensive shenanigans. Mrs. Big Strong Bod. Yep. Fair. Next up, his head has been severed, but is he dead forever? It's Will Willie Willis. Is it? Dun, dun, dun. Hey, everybody. My name's Salem Martin. I play Will Willie Willis. Uh, I think technically you played Will Willie Willis. Yeah. Oh, shit. I played Will Willie <laughs> Willis. God. Hey, my name's Salem Martin. I played Will Willie Willis. 
Locks it on cleric of the Great Garbage Forge, worshiper of waste, mortal enemy of sustainability, and uh, mogul of the Marsala. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and currently a headless mummy disguised as the Grim Reaper. <laughs> One of them is most about him. Um, that I think I think he really did care about people. You know, like he gave Garrett a hard time all the time. It's because he loved him. Is that what? Yeah. Uh, and yeah, he really he really wanted to throw scotch again. He really was looking forward to it. And you know, gotcha. Yeah, just amazing. He's pretty sure she's always always gonna be there, and like he could really depend on her. And uh, he's pretty sure there's a god out there that he really hates right now. Um, but he'll get over that. Out the, there, the, the ethereal plates or wherever he ends up. I don't know where he is right now. I, he's headless on the floor right now. So <laughs> I feel like this intro has a morbid tone, so I want to change my answer to the question to what I'm going to miss most about Willie is the built-in detachable shower head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the bell tolls. Does it toll for Will Willie Willis? Or is it simply signaling that it's time to take a crit? Is it both? It feels like both right now. Well, it's stolen anyway, so... Last time on Take a Crit, our heroes met up with Johnny at Jimmy Stuffett's Servant Turf, where they disguised themselves in costume and headed off towards the city. As they sped along, Johnny explained that the Festival of the Hollow One would be beginning soon in the city of Pathurntica, in which an eldritch god would appear in the sky above the city, demanding costume contests to satiate his hunger. Gotcha's a shoe-in. Johnny also informed the gang that Gazebo had been located in the Arts District. After a quick stop to pick up Jeeves, the party sped off towards the Arts District, arriving at the abandoned studio that Willie and Gotcha had visited before. Inside the studio, our heroes found Gazebo, tied to a support beam, as well as the beasts of the Springtail Forest, hooked up to machines that seemed to be siphoning the slime they emit. Just as Garrett attempted to free Gazebo, the axe of the Butterfly Knight flew in from the corner of the room, splitting his skull in twain. Gazebos, not Garrett's. Yes, <laughs> gazebos. After Gotcha, Garrett, and Scotch had all been thrown off the catwalk, the Butterfly Knight rushed towards Willie, cutting off his hand. And as he stood over him, he removed his helmet, revealing that he was not his father and was in fact Kevin. Fucking Kevin. Kevin told Willie that it would all make sense soon, just before cutting off his head. We rejoin our heroes as the head of Will Willie Willis rolls off the catwalk, falling to the studio floor. Jesus Christ. Kevin, what the fuck? Uh, Gotcha's just gonna run to Willie's skull and pick it up and sob for a while. <laughs> oh, don't you worry. Your old pal Kevin would never fuck you over, right? <laughs> well, what the fuck do you call this, Kevin? My friend's dead! There's two of them! Two of them are dead! Two of your friends are dead! Yeah, I, I know, I just, I wasn't that close with Gazebo. Well, fucking sure. Well, <laughs> he is also dead. Kevin, you're a slimy fuck, and that's coming from me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you all are a riot. Listen, there'll be plenty of time to talk later. I'll see you all at the bar. Kevin snaps his fingers and disappears in a cloud of smoke. I'm not giving you any more patronage. <laughs> Kevin, I'm never tipping again. <laughs> Our heroes now find themselves in the studio floor amidst the frog beasts as Gotcha sobs over Will Willie Willis's decapitated head. <laughs> what the fuck? As Gotcha's cries echo in the large room, Johnny bursts in the door, carrying Jeeves over his shoulder. He yells, All right, uh, I think we probably ought to get out of here. Uh, situation's getting a little hairy. Uh, Jeeves is probably still alive. Uh, we probably ought to get back, right? Uh, oh. Johnny, do you see what the fuck's going on here? And as Johnny is looking around the room, he looks up and sees Gazebo's body. And as he sees Gazebo's body, he collapses to his knees, 
and tears begin streaming down his face. It was fucking said, Kevin. What, uh, what, uh, what, what, what was Kevin? What, uh, Kevin's the, the butterfly knight, and he fucking uh, killed Gazebo uh, and Willie. You mean, you mean Gazebo's, Gazebo's dead? Uh, 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 no, no. And Willie, too. It's, and I just hold up oh, his head. Oh, Willie. Oh, no. Not Willie, too. Oh, God. Oh, oh fuck! Oh God! We can't. Oh shit! Fuck! Where, where the fuck did Kevin go? Oh God! He said to meet him back at the bar, but oh, oh fuck! The Don's at the bar. Oh God! We, oh God! We gotta get back there. Come, come on! We gotta go. Oh, oh shit! Oh fuck! Can we office space some of this fucking frog pumping shit real oh, quick? Oh, there's no fucking time. We gotta fucking go. He runs out the door. Gotcha. Still holding Willie's severed head, runs out the door with him. I kick one of the machines, and uh, I'm like, well, this is a fucking problem right here, but I'm pretty sure it's got some sort of magical armor on it. Garrett. Uh-huh. Garrett, I don't think I can do anything for Willy, but I'm pretty sure I can bring Gazebo back. Okay. Well, uh, that would be pretty fucking great. <laughs> and then I'm going to cast Revivify on Gazebo. You cast Revivify on Gazebo. And where his head is split kind of lords back together <laughs> and then he's alive he's like oh well go oh 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 oh, oh I thought I thought so uh, I don't know what I thought uh, oh oh Garrett oh 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 god is that Willie oh god oh Willie no oh god someone get me down oh god oh what's happening oh I'm so scared all right now just one last time you're not nasty Kyle <laughs> Not nasty Kyle. <laughs> Please give me down. Okay, okay, okay. And I undo his uh, his uh, bonds and let him off the pillar. All right, you let Gazebo down, and as you do, Johnny starts honking the horn frantically, and you hear him scream from outside. Come on, we gotta go. What are you doing? I'm gonna leave. Come on. Do, do we just do we just leave Willie here, Garrett? Uh he's pretty fucking heavy. I sure wish Willie was around. He'd carry Willie. <laughs> God, I miss him so much. Um, yeah, actually, I think I have a, a fix for this. And then I cast uh, Conjure Animals and uh, eight big spiders all come down from the ceiling and they wrap up Willie's body and sort of group heave him up. And I'm like, all right, so I think we can take Willie's body with us this way. All right. Cool. You leave with Gazebo and a bunch of spiders carrying this wrapped up. Will Willie Willis, and I suppose Gotcha is carrying his head. Uh, when Gotcha sees Gazebo get to the car, uh, she says to him, Oh, Gazebo, you're, I, I bet you have a splitting headache. <laughs> uh, wow. So as you all run out, uh, Johnny looks to the side, and at uh, first he just goes, Ah, spiders! And then always, oh, oh, are we, oh, oh. Gazebo, I, I I thought you were dead. What, what is that? Oh, wait, you nasty Kyle? Was you all sure? <laughs> no, he's. We covered this with Garrett. He's not. It's oh Gazebo, oh Gazebo, oh oh God, I'm so glad you're you're okay. You, oh, oh God, oh, oh okay, 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 get in the car, everybody. We gotta go. All right, um, to the bar to fucking confront. Kevin, who's way more powerful than I gave him credit for. I thought he was just a skeevy little guy. Yeah, same. He comes up and one swings our two of our fucking good friends. I say we get to the bar and we just start shooting fireballs and lightning bolts. That sounds like a good idea. Yeah, I got spiders already. Johnny speeds off towards the bar in Willie's old car. And there's a lot of blood in the backseat draining out of this head. Yeah, Gotch's lap is wrecked. The gang arrives at the Shifty Brick. As the day is getting on, more and more festival goers are filling the streets in costume. We see anything good? <laughs> oh yeah, there's uh, there's some kids with like a, a beholder costume with some puppetry involved that's pretty good. There's uh, a horse with like a pretty decent looking horn strapped to its head. You can see the straps, but the horn's pretty high quality. And um, there's, uh, it's either Simon Cow or just like a really good costume. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So you want to go in the bar? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to ready an attack when I go in, in case Kevin tries some kind of sneaky fast move. Everyone loads out of the car. Johnny prepares to kick in the door. He says, all right, everybody. This one's for Willie. Let's go. We now cut to Will Willie Willis. <gasps> 
Wait. He's in a cocoon. He's on top of the car. <laughs> <laughs> the last thing you see is the axe of the butterfly knight swinging down towards your neck. And then you're back at the shifty brick sitting in one of the booths. Across from you sits Gazebo Sunderwood. Just as this sort of shift happens, Gazebo seems startled. He says, oh, 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 well, hi, Willie. Uh, oh, fancy seeing you here. Uh, uh, I might be crazy, but uh, I could have sworn I just got killed. Yeah, I saw your head get split wide, just right in two. So it's not just me then? Uh-uh. Okay. Uh-uh. Good to know. Uh, so then why are you here? Head got cut off. Oh. A uh, butterfly knot, yeah. Okay. Um, huh. And, uh... I think we're... Yeah, we're dead. Oh. Well, that's tough. Um, huh. Yeah. Gazebo looks around and then looks back at you and says, Say, uh, if bad people go to the Nine Hells and, uh, good people go to the Outer Plains, uh, what kind of people were we that we ended up at the Shifty Brick? <laughs> um... Probably not great, you know, man. Like, if I'm thinking back, I've kind of super glued some people to themselves and shit like that. <laughs> um, not great, dude. I've done some things, too. But, like, not terrible. Yeah, I mean, there's worse places to end up. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think we, you know, we're not in the nine hells. I mean, come on. Yeah, you know, no fire around here. We did all right, yeah. As you're talking with Gazebo... Johnny kicks in the door behind him <laughs> and yells, All right, you motherfucker! Where the I think we're in hell. Where the fuck? Oh, 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 uh, Willie? Huh? Oh, hey, y'all dead too? Gotcha rushes in the door with Willie's head. Jesus, that's awesome! <laughs> you, know, you see this shit? Gotcha spots Willie and her jaw drops like she's trying to suck off a giant or something. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Wait, did you say that Gazebo is still at the table or did he disappear? He's still at the table. Wait. As you're noticing this, Gazebo runs in and sees Gazebo. Wait. What the fuck? Huh? Uh-huh. Uh, which one of you is fucking nasty, Kyle? You gotta tell me right now. Is there enchantment? <laughs> Garrett, check for X's. Both Gazebos say, ha, huh. huh. Uh, this is rather, rather weird. weird. Oh, yeah, oh no, sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. interrupt. Uh, 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 um, no, you go yeah, first. Go uh, first. Uh, oh, uh, Willie uh, throws up. <laughs> Gazebo, Garrett, do you, you know, know what's, what's going, going on, on here? here? Well, uh, let me check. I go to both of them and I like pull their bangs up off their forehead, and neither of them have X's. And I'm like, Scotch, I think it might be a two Kyle situation. Fuck. So neither one of these are the real Gazebo. Neither of them have the X, but God damn it. Just as you're pondering a solution to the situation, Kevin appears behind the bar in a puff of smoke, no longer wearing the butterfly knight armor, simply dressed in his usual bartender getup. He says, uh, hey, everyone. Sorry I was gone. Gazebo. Oh, by the way, uh, Butterfly Knight was actually Kevin. Sorry. Oh, wait, oh, wait, wait. Oh, okay. but Kevin's over here. Oh, shit. Oh, God. Oh, fire shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. Everybody calm down. I start aiming a fucking sparking fist over in his direction, being like ready to pop a lightning bolt off at any second. He puts his hand on your sparking fist and lowers it and says, calm down, everyone. I've got some shit to tell you. All right. I'm not your father, Willie, but I did know him. He was trying to do the exact same thing you're trying to do. Fuck with Rasputin's plans. And so I offered him the same choice I've offered you time and time again. Give up and leave this place. Your father was wise, unlike you. <laughs> Kevin holds out his hand and the axe of the Butterfly Knight appears in it. This axe creates a clone of those that it strikes just before the moment of death and teleports them to a location of my choosing. With it, I can fake any death at any time. So am I the original or the clone? Oh, fuck. You're the original. You were teleported away, and a clone was created in your place. That clone is now dead. That's its head there in Gotcha's hands. So Gotcha, that's less valuable. It's a counterfeit. But you created life just to fucking kill it? You're as bad as a god. It wasn't life. Clones don't have souls. They're different from the rest of us. I'm pretty sure souls don't exist. I know that they do in D&D, but like, Gotcha's pretty sure she doesn't know anything about magic. Garrett puts his hand on Clazebo's shoulder and is like, can you fucking believe that? He's treating you like a second-class citizen. It's fucked up. Oh, that is fucked up. <laughs> you notice that that's the first thing that only one Gazebo said. 
Can you still play the kazoo with all all the heart and soul in the world? Uh, of course I can play the kazoo. Uh, he pulls out a kazoo and just starts tearing it up. Yeah, see, if that isn't soul, I don't know what is. All heart, no soul. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to give you one more chance. As far as Rasputin knows, you're dead. And that's the kind of shock that would be enough to send your friends running. Listen, Willie. When I've told you that you won't stop Rasputin, it's not because you can't. It's because you don't. I've seen what will come to pass. And because I've seen what will come to pass, I know that what I'm saying is pointless. But if I ever see your father again, at least I can say I tried. You won't stop him. And trying will only get those you love killed. Good luck, Willie. And get the fuck out of my bar. Kevin disappears in a puff of smoke. Well, fuck. Kevin's usually so lighthearted. He really fucking got heavy on us. Also, fuck that guy. He's talking shit about my clone cousin right here. My cousin. I'm going to get up and take the entire top shelf of liquor. <laughs> Kevin comes back in a flash and smacks Willie's hand as he's reaching for the liquor. <laughs> and then Kevin looks over and he says, oh, shit. You didn't fucking revive that fucking clone, did you? Oh, God. Oh, fuck. Are you fucking serious? Hey, we'd have brought this one back too. <laughs> okay, well, good luck dealing with that. <laughs> All right, look, <laughs> bye. Uh, gotcha just walks over to Willie and without a word, just looking super confused, just hands him his head. I look at it and go, mm. do, you, do you want it? I just look up at Gotcha like, why? What? Why would I want this? I, I don't know what to do with this now. I chuck it at the liquor. <laughs> As the decapitated head of Willie's clone crashes through bottles of liquor and wine. Don Scamarelli opens the trap door that leads to the basement. You're taken aback a bit when you realize that it looks like he's been crying. Oh, shit. He yells out, Johnny, freelance company, down here, now. He shuts the door behind him. Well, you didn't have to, we had to come, we, okay, I'm gonna open the trap door and head down there. As you go down into the basement, you see the Don sitting in a fine chair in front of a fireplace that you've never noticed before when you've gone down to the basement. <laughs> I hug him and, and kiss him on the cheeks when I when I get there. He gives you the cheek kisses back and stares into the fire, sipping a drink as he says, That night when Ma died, we all came down here and we had that ceremony. You remember? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was pretty intense. I don't think I'll ever forget that. <laughs> I look at the scar on my palm from where Willie gashed me up. That ceremony, as I'm sure you can tell, was really more of a ritual. This was an ancient ritual passed down through my family. We brought Ma back that night. But the thing I brought back wasn't my mother. It is the Gabagool. It's a being of great power, but also one of intense malice. We've been keeping her locked up down here until we make our move on Rasputin. But in all the excitement today, she escaped. I'm afraid of what she'll do loose in the districts and what might happen to her as a result. I know I've asked far too much of you all already, but please bring Mama home. Done. For you, anything. Oh, <laughs> on this, the day of the hollow one. Okay, um, yep, anything for Ma. You know, she's great. No problem, Don. And then I cast invisibility on myself. <laughs> I minor illusion throwing down a smoke bomb and like a small puff comes up and is like, all right, we're out. Unless you have other stuff to tell us. Thank you. I won't forget this kindness. Uh, all right, Don, uh, we'll get right on it. Uh, Come on, y'all. I hold out my hand for a fist bump before I go. Oh, uh, feels kind of like not the time, but uh, yeah, yeah, here you go. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Our heroes head upstairs, and Johnny addresses the gang. All right, uh, uh shit, how about this? Uh, uh, why, why don't y'all go uh, deeper into the district? Uh, I'll take Willie's car and go make sure she didn't get outside the city, okay? Sounds good. Okay. All right, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll meet y'all uh, back here uh, just before the sun sets, uh, we really got to make sure we're back in time for that costume contest, you know? Yeah, you got it. I don't want to lose my soul and also want to get some time with that hollow one. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, 
good luck. And uh, I know y'all aren't familiar with Gabagools, but uh, don't try to fight her. Just just try to find a way to get her home, okay? Okay, you got it. Yeah. All right, well, good luck. Before he gets out the door, you see Scotch Hops' uh, invisibility end as he, Michael Myers, up behind Clazebo and stabs him in the back repeatedly <laughs> with his dagger. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, man. That's my cousin, oh, too. Oh, 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 God, what's going on? Oh, God, what the fuck? Jesus Christ. Evil clone. One, one of the, hey. One of them's always evil. <laughs> Scotch. Clazebo. Looks a little shocked at first, and then he leans down, closes the eyes of his clone, and says, They can only be one. <laughs> well, not really. They could have been two. I'm pretty sure they could have been two. I hand Gazebo uh, my dagger so that he can he can put the, the make sure knife in it. Come on, guys. He's just a, he's a harmless clone. He's a nice guy. He's clearly evil, Garrett. You heard the way he played the kazoo. And it was evil. Come on. Kevin reappears in a cloud of smoke and says, <laughs> he was totally evil. I was just going <laughs> to let it happen. <laughs> and he disappears. All right. Fuck you, Kevin. Okay, Scotch, I stand corrected. Well, I was looking forward to having an extra cousin around. <laughs> God damn it. All right. I guess let's get on the trail of that gabagool. Uh, Gazebo says, uh, um, yeah, uh, I'm not really much for uh, monster hunting. Uh, I'm just going to go back to the headquarters and, uh, you know, that, that might be a good place to contain her. Uh, maybe I'll try to set something up in the living room, uh, put up like a baby gate or something, you know, something like that. <laughs> it's a, that's a good idea. Yeah. One of those gnome baby gates. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's like a foot tall. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I'll see y'all back there. All right. Sounds good. All right, Gazebo. You do that. Gazebo heads off towards... The Joust and other freelance headquarters as Johnny speeds off to check outside the city for the Gabagool. You don't see Moss Gamarelli just from stepping out on the street. There's not that many people out right now, but a good handful of people walking around in costume, getting ready for the festival. I'm going to make an investigation check. That's an 18. Fuck yeah. All right. With an 18, you look on the ground and see small little scraps of capicola kind of creating a trail oh capicola um fizzy beverage capicola is a italian deli meat okay willie leans down and picks up some of the meat and kind of looks at it moves it around a little between his fingers and just eats it he goes capicola it has an otherworldly taste mm. <laughs> like long dead grandma yes gabagool do i gotta roll a check roll a wisdom save huh. this that mind meat <laughs> <laughs> now i have a plus seven that being said i got a 15 total you almost feel like you start to hear like whispers of a voice but then it goes away how's it taste willie voices <laughs> i'm gonna follow that meat trail all right come here spiders we're on the trail and then all eight of my spiders come piling out of the bar and uh, are on our heels. Follow me! And I just run down the street following the Gabagool. The trail of Gabagool leads up the street, further into the snail district, towards the warehouses and factories. The festival goers are definitely scared of all these huge spiders, so... Seemingly led by a mind flayer? Yeah, they're scared of the mind flayer, too. This whole thing is very worrisome. <laughs> I'm like a... Two and a half foot tall Michael Myers covered in blood right now. <laughs> They're giving you a nice little opening. Wide berth. I'm waving to people on the street like, happy hollow one. Happy hollow one. <laughs> They're not going to mess with you because everyone's like, you know, 70, 80% sure you're all just in really impressive costume. But given that chance, they're just, they're staying a little bit away from you. As you head up the street, the trail of Gabagool leads into the abandoned water treatment plant where you all once fought the enraged Toby. The front is boarded up. However, the boards seem to be snapped in half. Well, um, I'm no investigator, but I'd say we probably go in there. I'm gonna poke my head in. You start to peer inside the water treatment plant. In the center, kneeling over a puddle of water, you see Ma Scamarelli. Every inch of her skin is covered 
in Capicola. Oh my god. So she's just wrapped up in spiced meats. She's fully wrapped in meats. Oh goodness. And only her bulging eyeballs and fully bare teeth are exposed. She does not have meat lips or eyelids. Gang, there she is. What's the move here? Oh no, we've got like a couple weeks old muffins from last time we were in town, but that's all we have to lure her. <laughs> As you're talking in the doorway, even though she's quite a long distance away, it seems as though she hears you. She leans up and you see that she's collecting water in a small flask. She stuffs it inside what seems to just be a mass of capicola in the center of her body. God damn. And as she sees you, she says, Oh, it's Donnie's friends. It's so nice to see Donnie's friends. Oh, I was just... And as she's speaking, a crossbow bolt flies in from the corner of the room, hitting her in the back. No. And she screams. You ain't gonna mess with me! And she barrels forward towards the party. She moves at incredible speed and is going to require a dexterity save to get out of her way. Ma, it wasn't us! Ma, how could you do this to us? I got a 10. I got a uh, 21. I got... Uh, 15. You got a six. Everyone but Gotcha fails to jump out of the way. I jump, but not quick enough. Also, like, just straight up. <laughs> I, ju- I jump straight up, like, 20 feet in the air, and then just fall right back down where I was standing right before she hits. <laughs> <laughs> so Garrett, Scotch, and Willie take 12 damage and are knocked prone as Ma Scamarelli barrels out the door and runs down the street. Ma, we'd never shoot you. Hey, who the fuck did that? As she runs out, a cloaked halfling slides down a rope into the center of the room. He wears a wide-brimmed hat and a mantle over his cloak. He tips his hat and says, Well, howdy. Nice to meet you. Name's Dan Helsing. (laughs) Hey, Dan. uh, That's really not fucking cool. Yeah, we're about to murder you. Oh, well, there ain't no need for that. I'm just Dan Helsing, everybody's favorite hunter of the night. I'm just out here. Do you not know how to deal with a gabagool? Because, like, that one was friends with us. We were going to lure it. It was going to be all right. We were going to contain it. Oh, I think you don't know how to deal with a gabagool. Only way to deal with it, any kind of undead is to kill it and then document the battle and the nature of its corpse in your undead bestiary. He slaps a large book hooked on his belt and says, and my here bestiary's only got one entry left to complete, and that's the Gabagool. I'm gonna say, oh, okay, sorry, I thought I thought you were someone else. Uh, Will Willie Willis, and I hold my hand out to shake his hand. He shakes your hand. And then I try to stab him in the neck. Oh, whoa. <laughs> All right, make a deception check. That wasn't good. <laughs> That's an eight. You're like holding the knife at chest level when you reach out to hold his hip to shake his hand. All right. So he totally saw that coming. So as you're trying to stab him, he grabs your trunk and pulls it out between him and the blade and you stab yourself. <laughs> Deal that damage to yourself. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Um, All right, Dan. Uh, you see, the reason that we're so upset is we knew that lady in life and she was real nice. And uh, I think that we can probably... Handle this situation better than you. Oh, I dealt with this one before. Loved ones of the undead. Let me tell you, if I had a dime. Okay, listen here, boy. That ain't your goddamn mommy, and I'm gonna fucking kill it. And I'm gonna cut open its corpse, and I'm gonna put it in my hair butt. You don't know anything. That was my mom. And you know what? That's my dream, and I ain't gonna let nobody take it from me. Dan is pretty fucking weak. Dan Helsing then jumps high into the air and throws a grappling hook on the frame above the door. He swings above your head and out the door. And as he goes out into the street, he starts kind of spider-manning along the tops of the buildings with his grappling hook. Can I can I do something while he's swinging? Yeah. Um, can I cast polymorph on him? <laughs> sure. Okay. DC 14 wisdom save. He passed. Fuck. As he soars off into the night, he yells, hey, nice try. I'm going to kill that thing now. We got to follow goddamn Dan Helsing over there. Fuck that guy. All right, Danny. So you get out onto the street and you see a trail of Capicola. If you'd like, you can investigate around to see if you find anything else. Yeah. Garrett got it too. I'll give it an investigation check. That's a gutter 20 from me. All right. So as Garrett's sniffing his own butt, <laughs> Gotcha sees 
slight damage on some of the rooftops, sort of periodically up the street, almost as though it's where a grappling hook might have made contact. Y'all, it looks like Dane went this way. I had rolled a two and I have a negative one, so I'm pretty sure I was just like walking in circles, investigating the blood trail, just dripping out of my own fucking trunk. (laughs) (laughs) Willie, Garrett, get your thumbs out your asses and follow me down the street. I'm going to hop and climb up onto the nearest rooftop and see if I can like get a better vantage point and see if I see him Spider-Man and around. As you get up to the top, Scotch sees that Ma Scamarelli and Dan Helsing are currently moving up the street towards the Arts District. However, as they get near the gate, Dan Helsing seems to split off, going down an alley, as Ma Scamarelli continues towards the gate. Ma's going to the Art District. I don't know what Dan's doing, but I don't like it. I don't either, but we really need to just follow Ma, right? Yes, Ma's priority number one. All right, let's go. Let's follow Ma. I'm going to run along the rooftops and head towards Ma. The trail of Capicola leads all the way up to the Arts District. As you get near the gate, you lose sight of both Ma and Dan Helsing. As Dan heads down into an alley and Ma barrels past the guards through the gate, knocking them unconscious. Well, I guess we don't need a ticket. He's fucking tough. Hey, guys. Uh, bye, guys. <laughs> All right, let's get, let's get after mom. <laughs> As you enter the arts district, you see a lot of people running out of Billy Bonka's Candy Emporium. Oh, no. That's pretty good. Oh, no. This is awful. All right, let's get up in there. Yeah. As you run into Billy Bonka's Candy Emporium, you see that the only two people still in there are Billy Bonka cowering behind the counter, and Ma Scamarelli. She stares at Billy Bonka and says, "Mm, I just need a cup of sugar. Billy Bonka says, "Ah, Take whatever sugar you want. There's all kinds of sugar here. Take all the freaking magic candy. I don't freaking care. God damn it. Ah, Get out of here. Garrett pulls his picnic basket uh, of unlimited food out, and he opens up one end, and he's like, Ma, I got you muffins. There's so many muffins. And just like a flood of muffins starts coming out. A flood of muffins pour out of the basket. Oh, muffins. Did I make these? And she leans down and eats one. And she spits it out and goes, blah, blah, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> And then she swings her arm. And as she does, it seems to grow and stretch. And a big tentacle of gabagool just swathes across the store. Billy Bonka's just able to duck under it, but it really completely wrecks the place. As she does, a bag of raw sugar spills down onto the counter, and she grabs it. She's about to try to run out of the building, but I'm going to give you all a turn to try to do something before she does. Garrett casts Hold Person on Moss Gamorelli to try to hold her in place. That's going to be a DC 15 wisdom save. Ooh, she failed. Nice. Yeah, so he's got his arms up, just like struggling to hold her in place, and he's like... Ma, it's going to be all right. Just calm down. We're going to, everything's going to be okay. You got sugar? You want to make your own muffins? We've We've got a place you can do that. She's frozen in place, clutching the sugar. And the rest of you can take a turn if you'd like. I'm going to tie her up. You tie Ma Scamarelli up in some rope? Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm going to use the chains to, um, reinforce the bindings. Yeah, yeah. Can I, uh, make an insight check to see how bitey I think she is? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Scale of 1 to 10. I rolled a 1. How bitey do I think Moss Gamorelli is right now? Not very bitey. Okay, I'm going to stick my fingers in her mouth. <laughs> Jump. Oh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> um, little buddy, it's an undead. Oh, my fucking hand. Holy shit. You take 7 damage. And I'm sorry, Scotch, but you've lost one of your fingers. Oh, fuck. Oh, no. I don't know how many I had, but I'm sure it was less than five. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That. So she's undead, so she's probably not even poisoned, is she? Yeah, no. God damn it. She didn't look like she was going to bite. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to make a stone helmet to put on her out of uh, stone shape. Just basically a, a helmet that kind of locks a little bit. You know, it's got kind of a simple locking mechanism. Listeners, if any of y'all want to uh, draw this Capicola monster with its anti-bite helmet on, I would love that. I really want to see that. Mosca Morelli has her crazy stone helmet now. That's everyone's turn. So as Mosca Morelli is held in place, a bolt 
comes flying out of the back of the store. God damn it. Hitting her in the back. God damn it. I thought about putting up a wall of stone. And you can now see that Moss Gamarelli is bloody. Mm. Hey, guy, we got this handled. Look at how well we have this handled. You're not fucking invited to this party. Three fronts we have this, like, taken care of, dude. From the back, you hear him yell. All right, listen up. I'm gonna kill that guy dang Gabagoo. You keep standing in my way, I might have to kill you too. Look, I don't like killing people. I'm a hunter of the undead. You know, that's my thing. Look, I'm just trying to just trying to make this world a better place. Look, I know that you care about this undead. Been through this a hundred times, okay? I know you cared about the person it was. Ain't that person no more. So one of two things gonna happen. I'm gonna leave here with that thing's corpse, or I'm gonna leave here with a lot more corpses than that. I cast Shield of Faith. I'm gonna cast it on my... Uh, bonus action. All right, so Moss Gamarelli is protected by a shield now. Listen up, Dan. You seriously got to fucking back down from this thing because this is our responsibility. Look, it really doesn't seem like you're going to back off, so I'm just going to say it. We were hired by this person's family, and we need to take them back so that they can see and get closure, and then we'll kill them after that, okay? Can you calm down and back off? Well, there's one thing you're right about. I'm not going to back off. Yeah! And Dan Helsing hooks his grappling hook into the center of the room, and flying across the room delivers a double foot kick at Gotcha Portobello. He rolls a... 19 to hit. Yep, taking two feet to the face. And he deals 11 damage. Oof, rude. And you are knocked prone as he goes past you and is now between you and the door. Well, I'd tell my spiders to get you if I had all eight of them still fucking around, but, um, you know, concentration's a bitch. So why don't you just, why don't you just fucking take an ice knife? That's 23 to hit. That hits. Max damage. And that's 10 piercing damage and it explodes. So it's going to have to make a dexterity saving throw. And anyone within five feet of it also must make a dexterity saving throw. He fails to save. And then that's um, an additional eight cold damage. Brr, that's chilly. I'm going to try polymorph on him again. He passes. Fuck. Let me get my insightful fighting going on on this little piece of shit. That is a 27, not a critical, but a 27. All right, that is well above his deception. So you can see that his left side seems a little vulnerable, like he might be kind of protecting something down under there. Oh, oh, fancy. I'm gonna try and shoot his left arm if that's a thing I can do at all. Sure. That's where I want this to land. And that is an 18 to hit. That hits. Sneak attack. That's 20 damage on Dane. Ow, damn. Oh, god damn it. That's my banana peeling arm. <laughs> that's what I call it when I do these here dissections on these uh, undead. Yeah, gotta peel that banana, know what I'm saying? Uh, ex- excuse me? That's you. And I got a feeling this one's gonna peel nice. All that capicola just come right off, I bet. How come everyone in this world knows that word? He just looks like weird ham to me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm gonna do? I've never tried doing this before. I'm going to try to light his face on fire with my blowtorch. Okay. That's a move. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Make a, just like a regular melee weapon attack. I got a nine. So I just mess him with my blowtorch. So you just fucking deflate some cotton candy that was there on the side of the room. (laughs) Actually, you light the curtains on fire. (gasps) Perfect. I'm sorry, Billy. And if nobody spins around putting it out, this place is going to go up. Next up is Moss Gamarelli. Moss Gamarelli breaks through both the rope and the chains as they clatter down around her. She then charges forward through both our heroes and Dan Helsing. Everybody make a dexterity save. I got a fucking two. I guess um, uh, there's some jawbreakers that are on the ground that I just like slip on like they're marbles. 18. I got a 15. 21. Uh, DC was 17. As Gotcha and Garrett are barreled over, taking six damage, Dan Helsing jumps out of the way, out the door, and Moss Gamarelli continues running down the street. You see Dan Helsing pull a short sword that is elegantly decorated out from within his clothing. He holds it close to his chest and looks at all of you. He says, God damn it, you're making me use my last one. He looks at the blade and says, I wish I could teleport at will. And then disappears. Ah, uh, fuck. He's 
He had a whole wish. He could just wish for a, a complete bestiary. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, fuck that guy. There's no tracking him anymore, I guess. Um, so we just got to go straight off the uh, Moss Gamorelli trail. Oh, I want to grab my uh, broken chains. You don't have to look for long to tell where Moss Gamorelli has gone. Not only does the trail of Capicola lead just across the street, but you see people, again, quickly running out of the exotic animal shop. Well, I'm gonna run in there, I guess. Yeah. Oh, hey, that reminds me. Whatever happened to Sweet Baby Love Child? Fuck. Um... (laughs) Sweet Baby Love Child is with the Animal Adventure Army. Okay, that's good. It's been a while. Honestly, I don't remember if we ever saw Sweet Baby after we wished for everyone's bodies to be fixed. So, I mean, we don't even know if Sweet Baby's still Sweet Baby. Ooh, that could be a twist, Leo. (laughs) That could be a twist. You enter the exotic animal shop, and again, you see the shop owner terrified behind the counter, and Moss Gamorelli in the middle of the shop. She says, "Mm, I just need some milk. I'm almost done with my errands. Just give me a milk. Uh, uh, oh, do y'all know what's going on with this crazy lady? Yeah, what the hell? Uh, just give her the milk. Give her the milk quick. Find milk, give it to her now. And we're not talking formula. It's got to be the real stuff. I got some raccoon milk down here. You want give that? It to her. That should do. Yes, give it to her. Give it to her. Fine. Okay, here, here. Now hit the ground and crawl out. Okay, okay. <laughs> he hits the ground and starts crawling. Yep. Crocodile crawl. Moscow really stares at the milk and says, Oh, this'll do just fine. Oh, yeah. Hey, Ma, do you, do you want to come with us and uh, make some cookies and some muffins for Donnie? As you're saying that, another bolt flies into her back. Son of a bitch. God damn it. Dan Helsing from the corner of the room <laughs> says, Hey, hey. Ain't no way you're gonna stop me now. See you everywhere. And then he disappears. Fuck you, Dan Helsing. Moss Gamorelli is in very bad shape. She looks at you and says, Oh, I don't feel so good. Could you please take me to Sawmill Davies' house? Yeah, let's go. That guy's a bad guy. We gotta get you home. Yeah, sh- yeah, sure thing. I'm gonna try to like walk right. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to body block Ma a little bit. He keeps going for the back. Can someone get the front? Gotcha. You're tallest. I'll take it. I've got another third level spell slot. Just give me a second, and then I cast Contra Animals, and again, eight spiders appear. And this time, they just like mob around Moss Gamorelli so that she's blocked. All of the spiders are surrounding Moss Gamorelli, and this spider fortress just sort of slowly tumbles along the street. Some of them are like double-decked spiders, so that, you know, they're <laughs> her height. I probably could have picked a better animal than spiders for this one. Probably, <laughs> yeah. It's spooky. You picked, like, the spindliest animal you could think of. <laughs> they got some juicy butts. As you're walking along, you're almost to Sawmill Davies' house, when a bolt comes flying out of an alley and hits... Scotch hops. Fuck. So he is using the skill assassinate. So in addition to using his sneak attack, this counts as a critical hit. God damn it. Fuck. He's some kind of dastardly rogue. Yeah, no, he's one of them like damage output rogues. So he deals 29 damage to you. Damn. Okay. Scotch hops gets shot fucking hard. And in the background, the candy shop is burning down because we forgot to do anything about that. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yes, it's true. The, the candy shop is burning down. The sugar burns, man. I totally forgot. And as that bolt hits your body, though you are immune to poison, you feel a sort of stinging and an odd sensation. And you know that this bolt seems to have been laced with poison, though you don't know the effects of it. Oh, uh, this doesn't feel right. Oh, no. I'm going to cast uh, Locate Creature on Dan. I should have done that a while ago. I describe or name a creature that is familiar to me, uh, and I sense the direction to the creature's location as long as the creature is within 1,000 feet of me. The creature's moving in the direction of movement. Well, that's going to be handy. Less an hour. Got to maintain concentration. Dope. All right, so you will know where Dan is. You can tell that he's just down an alley, kind of hiding in the darkness. So since Garrett saw that Scotch took an arrow pretty fucking hard, Garrett's going to go ahead and fucking step fist lightning bolt. Uncle Iroh motherfucking hardcore move, and that's going to be a dexterity save. DC 15. Ooh, we got a nat 20. Half as much on a failed save, or half as much on a successful save. Because he has evasion, 
he takes no damage. Ah, fuck. Yeah. Yep. In the night, the whole, like, in a hundred foot straight line down that alley, everything gets lit up for a second. And he just slams into the building, doing massive damage to it behind him. So as that lightning bolt lights up the alley, you see that Dan Helsing is gripping the sides of his cloak and flying about 15 feet up in the air. Well, fuck's up with you, Dan. I'm going to use my insightful fighting real quick. And that is a 23. All right, that's higher than his deception. That's a critical. Hell yeah. Okay, okay. That is 37 damage. Ooh. Nice. So you hit him right in the collarbone, bunch of blood gushes out, and he is bloody. Motherfucker, take that. Fuck you, Dan. So I'm kind of hunched over on the ground with a fucking bolt in me, just feeling that poison. I say, Dan, you piece of shit, you can't poison me. I'm the fucking prince of poison. And then I shoot a fireball at him. (laughs) Nice. Fire is very poisonous to most creatures. DC 14 dexterity. He's pretty fucking good at dex. Yeah, I know. It's the best I got. He passes. Fuck. And he's got evasion, so no half damage. This is fucking bullshit, Dan. I set that alley on fire real good, though. So in six seconds, it's like he shoots out lightning, uh, arrow, fireball. Just like we're wrecking this alley. All the local raccoons are pissed off. (laughs) (laughs) It's now... Mosque Amarelli's turn, and she is so hurt that she just cowers. She holds up her hands and lays on the ground, hiding beneath the spiders. Oh, ma. Yeah, the spiders just dogpile. And then it's Dan Helsing's turn. Dan Helsing, infuriated by the gnarly arrow that Gotcha just landed, fires his crossbow at Gotcha. Motherfucker. That's a 21 to hit? Yeah, uh, yeah, that that's gonna do it. All right, you take eight piercing damage and give me a constitution saving throw that's a that's a nine you failed your save and so you take 27 poison damage yo what 27 poison damage yes hot damn i'm at three health and next up is willy i'm gonna cast shield of faith on myself i'm also gonna cast sacred flame on dan He passes. Garrett says, enough of your fucking deck saves. I'm coming for you, Dan. And then he starts like walking towards Dan's alley and flapping his arms as he starts to grow a fucking beak and big old wings. And he turns himself into a giant eagle. At that, Dan looks a little bit worried. And gotcha. Uh, So yeah, I'm gonna see if I can't get another hit on this motherfucker. I wanna take him down. And that is a 17 to hit. That hits. Perfect. Excuse me? Uh, 32 damage. I rolled almost like max on Ooh. a number of those. <laughs> Dan Helsing seems to be at death's door. I say, uh, gotcha, you've really been carrying the team on this one. But all you hear is, scratch, 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 scratch. <laughs> and next up is Scotch. All right. He's got really good... Dexterity saves. Let's see how his wisdom saves are. I'm going to hit him with a hypnotic pattern. The pattern is going to be like a bunch of eagles just swarming around him. (laughs) Okay. DC 14 wisdom. I'm sorry, Austin. Yet again, he passes. Well. Hot damn. Out of fourth level spells, I got one more third level spell, and then it's just a bucket full of trash after that. Next up is Dan Helsing. He looks very rough. He glides forward in the alley. But as he starts to exit the alley and go out into the street, he drops down to the ground. He then aims his crossbow up at giant eagle Garrett and fires. He gets a gutter 20 to hit. 5e giant eagle, AC 13, 26 hit points. So you take 11 piercing damage and give me a con save. I don't like that. Oh, 22 con save. Or 21 con save. Beautiful. That passes. Nice. nice. And 11 doesn't even put me out of my goddamn eagle. I'm still flying. Squaw! So you will only take half damage. Oh, no. I still get poisoned. Fuck. So that's 14 damage. 14 plus 11. That's 25. I got one eagle hit point. Woo! Yes. Nice. So this bird is fucked up, but still got the will to fight. Still got the will to scraw. Scraw, scraw! You're not falling out of the sky. And next up is Will Willie Willis. I'm going to go in for the blowtorch again straight to his face. 
nat 20. Ooh. Took a crit with the blowtorch. Oh my. I jam it into his mouth, but it's not on yet, but the gas is, and then I just, I spark it. His eyes shoot out of his head as fire roars from his mouth, <laughs> nose, and eye sockets. Oh my god. That's pretty rad. It's the spooky one. And Dan Helsing is dead. And I, I'm like like turning back into Garrett. Fuck that bastard. I'm gonna search him. I'm gonna go all over the pockets. I'm gonna take his hat. So you search Dan Helsing and you find some fun things. The mantle that he wears over his cloak is the mantle of spell resistance, giving the wearer advantage on saving throws against spells. That's very Fuck. good. That's mm-hmm. really good. why none of our spells fucking worked. The cloak underneath the mantle is the cloak of the bat. While wearing this cloak, you have advantage on stealth checks, and in an area of dim light or darkness, you can grip the edges of the cloak with both hands and use it to fly at a speed of 40 feet. If you ever fail to grip the cloak's edges while flying in this way, or if you are no longer in dim light or darkness, you lose this flying speed. Okay. Nice. While wearing the cloak in an area of dim light or darkness, you can use your action to cast Polymorph on yourself, transforming into a bat. That's cool. While you're in the form of a bat, you retain your intelligence, wisdom, and charisma scores. Okay. The cloak can't be used this way again until the next dawn. Oh, hell yeah. I love that. That's pretty dope. And the sword by his side that he wished into is the luck blade. You gain a plus one bonus to attack and damage rolls made with this magic weapon. And while the sword is on your person, you gain a plus one bonus to saving throws. In addition, while you have the sword, you gain the ability luck. You can call on luck, no action required, to re-roll one attack roll, ability check, or saving throw you dislike. You must use the second roll. This property can't be used again until the next dawn. In addition, usually the luck blade has 1d4 minus 1 charges that allow you to make wishes. However, all charges on this particular luck blade have been expended. Okay, well, uh, that's pretty fucking good. And wrapped around his hat is the headband of intellect. While you wear this headband, your intelligence score is 19. It has no effect on you if your intelligence is already 19 or higher. Oh, fancy. In addition... On his back, you find a strange, long bundle of cloth. I'm going to open that bitch up. What's in there? As you unwrap it, the four of you hear sort of a whispering voice in your head, but you can't tell what it's saying. Oh, no. (laughs) And laying inside the cloth, you see a black steel greatsword. Ooh. (laughs) Leather wrappings on the handle. Scotch's eyes get huge. Oh, goodness. I slap on the back. You go for it, little buddy. He's not proficient. (laughs) As Scotch stares at the sword, he hears a voice in his head. Scotch. (laughs) Pick me up, Scotch. Scotch, just wide-eyed, leans down and picks up the, the blade. As you pick it up, the voice fades from the rest of your heads, but it gets stronger in Scotch's, and you hear it say, Hey there, Scotch. You're my new best friend. Oh, man. Oh, goodness. Scotch picks it up and weebles and wobbles a little bit unproficient. I I am unproficient. (laughs) Hey, Scotch, you see that? You see that fella right there? The buttoned up one with the pompadour? Yeah, I see him. He looks good, right? Uh. (laughs) Why don't you just kill him? Austin, make a wisdom save. The DC is 13. Garrett's just like trying on the mantle, just like, hey guys, what do you think? Do I have it on backwards? I can't quite tell. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's supposed to be on me. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's what's going on. I got a 13. Okay, so you feel yourself almost strike Garrett with the great sword, but you're able to get a hold of yourself. I like black out for a second and come to, and I already have the sword raised towards Garrett. Oh, thanks. I needed a mirror. That's great. Okay, um, this is definitely backwards. <laughs> Come on, Scotch. Why didn't you? Why didn't you swing on him? Garrett, Garrett's my friend. I can't. Yeah, he is your friend. Thanks, man. I'm your friend too. Scotch, I'm your friend, aren't I? You are my friend. Aren't we best friends? We're best friends. <laughs> uh, Scotch hops is just his arms are shaking, partly from anxiety. Partly from his weak, weak arms holding this large sword. (laughs) We can talk about it later. Why don't you just put me on your back and don't worry about it? (laughs) That's great. (laughs) Scotch, are you okay? Yeah, I'm I'm good. I'm good. I think Joey really wants the mantle. Joey, you get the mantle. I'm eyeing that cloak. Uh, I'm going to just take the luck sword. So Gotcha gets the headband and the back cloak. Garrett gets the mantle of spell resistance. Willie gets the luck blade, 
and Scotch gets a new best friend. <laughs> I don't. I don't really have a, like a good place to put it on me, so I guess I'm just gonna like dunk it into my jug. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it's like a hot tub, but it's cold. I love it. So I, I can still hear it even if I'm not like making direct contact with it. Yes, but it's a little more muffled. Okay. Moss Gamarelli looks to you and says. Can we go inside now? Yeah, let's take her in there. Yeah, Ma, we're taking you home. Moss Gamarelli shambles into the kitchen, where she pulls a bag of flour out of a cabinet. She gets down a bowl and gathers together all the ingredients she's collected. The raccoon milk, flour, sugar, and water. Mixes it up into a dough, puts it into little balls on a sheet, puts it in the oven. She turns around and says, Oh, it'll be just a little bit. Oh, could you go and get Donny for me? I need to lie down. Okay. Of course, of course. They'll go get Donny. I'll, I'll stay with you. Oh, you're so sweet. Oh. Okay. Um, I pull out my speaking stone and I call Johnny. Oh, oh hey, uh, I just got back. No sign of her outside the city. Uh, y'all had any luck? Yeah, she's uh, over here at... Um the Justin of the freelance headquarters. Oh, you found her? Oh, oh. Hey, awesome. tell, t- tell him about the flour and sugar. Yeah, she's, uh, she wanted to do some baking. She made some dough. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Um, uh, listen, I'm gonna get the Don. We'll be there in just a minute, okay? Right on. I wanna go check the oven. The balls of dough seem to be flattening nicely. Hey, don't open that thing. You're gonna mess up the bake. After just a few minutes, Johnny and the Don arrive. The Don, moving with speed you've never seen before, bursts through the door and runs to Moss Gamarelli, just as she is pulling a sheet of cookies out of the oven. He stops when he sees her and says, Oh, 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 somebody, oh, somebody, container, Ma? Uh, uh, What are you doing? She says, Oh, I I just wanted to make my my daddy boy's favorite cookies because you seem sad. The Don walks over. Takes a bite of the cookie. Oh, no. And starts crying. He says, I guess there's at least a little bit of her still left in there. Thanks for bringing her back. You've done more for me than just about anyone in this world. Thank you, Joust, another freelance company. Thank you so much. You got it, Don. We pride ourselves on our customer service. The Don hugs Moss Gamarelli and weeps. She hugs him back. Johnny wraps his arms around the members of the party as they look on in this touching scene. And then Johnny gets a very concerned look about his face and says, Oh, shit. A costume contest. Oh, fuck. We got to go. Our souls are going to get eaten. Fuck. Oh, fuck. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. Uh, okay. Uh, got to get to the... When does the hollow one host these things? Oh, it's uh, on that stage. You know where they did the singing contest? Oh, I'll show you. Don't worry. Come on. The Don looks to Moss Gamarelli and says, Ma, uh, we had this group costume plan, but it seems like uh, Kevin's not going to be here for it. Uh, you think you could do me one more favor? She says, Oh, yeah, no problem, Donnie. And the Don, Moss Gamarelli, Johnny, Gazebo, and Jeeves get together in their five-person group costume. A costume of Tiamat, sewn together with a bunch of different colored blankets and scraps of fabric. Each of them are stuffed inside a tube with a dragon head on top as one of her necks. (laughs) I love this. Later in the night, as everyone is gathered around the stage... The Hollow One appears in the sky. It is nearly the size of Pathernica itself, taking the form of an enormous black cloud with a writhing face in the center. I'm going to glue Dan's face to the back of my head. Uh, real quick, Gotcha's going to take the uh, scissors from her disguise kit and uh, cut a sexy slit up the side of her robes on, the, on okay. either side. As the Hollow One appears, it says... Sorry, also real quick, uh, I want to cut his butt off too and glue it to my butt. Okay. (laughs) He says, All right, you know the deal. (laughs) Love this dude. (laughs) I want souls. I'm not going to get distracted this time. Oh Oh my God, is that Tiamat? Oh, that's so cool. Oh my God, it's Tiamat. Oh, that's so cool. (laughs) Oh my God, is that a real mindful? Is that a costume? Are you a real mindful? 
I, it, well, no, I made this myself. You oh know? my God, that's it's so just, cool. That's so uh, much cooler than your daughter in life. Oh, wow, my God. Oh, thanks. Oh, this <laughs> district definitely is good. Oh, let's see how the taffy district's doing. <laughs> Not good. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no, not the fucking Taffy District. Fuck. Thanks so much for listening. Make sure you like or subscribe on whatever podcast you found us on. You can find us on Facebook at Take a Crit and Twitter also at that name. Don't forget to tell all your friends. If you share a link to our episodes on Facebook or Twitter with the hashtag Take a Crit, we'll shout you out here at the end of the episode. That's people like our good friends Courtney Moses, Carol Hartzog, Hi Mom, Andy from Take a Crit, and John Chafin. John's the TikToker you got to be ticking out and talking to. You can find him at Drunkest Batman there. Check out his stuff. This show is produced entirely by the cast. Leo is our lead editor, sound effect engineer, and cover art designer. I, Joey, compose the score and mix the final cut. Thanks to Noah Swanson for writing our intro and outro theme. We're part of the Big Door Prize podcast network, so check out the other shows on there like Notable Nostalgia and Dungeons and Decades. Episodes will now be coming out every other Tuesday, so check back November 9th for episode 23. See you next time. Next up. I, I've got a I've got a rhyme for mine, if you could use that yeah, uh, yeah. for my bit. Uh, next on the do- he's next on the docket, and is that a corn dog in his pocket? all right yeah yeah i got you only for you austin (laughs) oh headless and handless yeah yeah down one hand down one head so which one you gonna miss more (laughs) um well given the trunk he can jerk off with either (laughs) hey gazebos will y'all do a duet for us oh fuck i'm gonna have to write this aren't i yeah <laughs> gazebo just got back and gotcha's already sick of him <laughs> imagine if there were two <laughs> <laughs> fucking terrible Somebody. i just watched my cousin die twice today <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah parmesan He's not supposed to come in the city. Oh, Palmer's like, don't, don't, don't. Yeah. Never mind, never mind, never turn mind. around, turn around, never mind. Go away. Somewhere in the distance, Parmesan makes do an a... urgent U-turn. <laughs> just starts crashing a... through shit and just turns around. Yeah. Pa- Parmesan gets right to Jimmy's stuff at Surf and Turf and then makes a U-turn barreling through the bar just as it's been <laughs> Garrett pulls his... Um, uh, Garrett pulls his dick out. <laughs> Garrett pulls his picnic basket uh, of. Damn, I had a I had a joke lined up where I was gonna be like, I don't like killing people either, Dan, but I love killing turtles, and I was gonna turn him into a turtle and stomp him. But <laughs> I'm all out of I'm all out of polymorph now. Big door, big door, big door, big door prize media. <laughs>